Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q Podcast. We're preserving the culture and traditions of the fire service is our priority. For more information, visit www.pintheq.com and subscribe to Pin the Q Productions on YouTube. It's our honor to showcase the best of the bravest. Productions, Pin the Q podcast. We are in New Hampshire at this fire department in Littleton. Uh, Cap, thanks for having us on the show. Hey, thanks for coming. Appreciate seeing you. Absolutely. So, Cap, tell everybody who you are. Uh, well, my name is Chad Miller. I'm a firefighter paramedic here and captain on the department with Littleton Fire Rescue. Thanks a lot for coming on to the show. So, uh, the one thing I noticed about your department, which I like a lot, is the fact that um, not only is it a, somewhat of a bedroom community, you also have a lot of other facets going on here. So it's a rural uh, slash community, plus you have the downtown section too, which is awesome. Talk to me a little bit about that for you guys. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Littleton's a community that's kind of going through a little bit of a rebirth in uh, rebranding with its downtown area, Riverfront District. And uh, so we have a, a mix of what would be like a New England urban type setting, right. more and then more of a bedroom community type setting, and then a real rural type setting. So within within four minutes, you can be in any one of those different environments. And I think it makes it a really fun place to work these days. And you were telling me off camera um, that that's something you like a lot about Littleton. Yeah, yeah. So especially you know you get the, you get a taste of a little bit of everything. Right. Um, you know, I, I enjoy being in the woods and 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 being in some quiet uh, places, but you also get the fun here of kind of being in a downtown area that's really vibrant and full of people. Right. Cap, talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, your past because you were doing some pretty cool stuff like, uh, you know, avalanche rescue and that type of thing. Well, uh, I used to work in an area that uh, covered a lot of uh, uh, federally designated wilderness areas. So we'd be involved with like treating patients that were involved in avalanches or wow. mountain rescues, that type of stuff, and pretty regularly with New Hampshire Fishing Games. So that that's uh, a lot more in my past, but right. it was. Uh, but that's a was... benefit to the department now. I mean, you brought that experience here. You have mountains here. Uh, yeah. yeah. You have rocks. Yeah. So you know, we don't carry a lot of people out in litters here. Um, right. So it's uh, you certainly carry that experience with you, um, and and I certainly had a lot of fun there, and got to see a lot of different things. But I think that's one of the the uh, benefits of working on a team is is you get somebody that brings something a little bit of everything um, to the table. And, and you're also a medical examiner, so that's something else you're bringing to the fire department too, which is very unique. Yeah, it is, it is, and uh, it certainly helps 
uh, ho hopefully I think the biggest thing I bring forward that is helping people feel a little more comfortable in those end-of-life situations right um, you know we're not real well trained as first responders and, and how to deal with that a lot of times we, we have to deliver the news absolutely that right. loved yes. ones loved ones are uh, ha have died that's and, a great point and um, and it's a it's a really hard thing and um, so you know just a lot of experience around that uh, you know hopefully i've been able to to show that to some of the crews uh, you know different techniques and right. uh to to handle those really difficult situations uh one of the other things i love about this department and speaking to you guys is that uh you're very progressive um in a community like this you're very progressive one of the things you you brought ems to the city talk about that a little bit yeah so uh we had a number of ems contractors and then um in 2019 we had the opportunity to present the fire-based EMS system so we've we've done that here and recently the town just voted to continue that as a permanent operation yeah, that's great so it was it was kind of a three-year proof-of-concept trial period um, more recently uh, we've been pretty and we haven't talked about this but we've been pretty involved in the COVID response uh, we wrote one of the first protocols in the state for testing of patients for COVID pre-hospitally oh, wow. um, which we didn't talk about because we didn't want to be a mobile test site Right, um, right. So patients didn't necessarily know that until the, the moment of if they had COVID symptoms, we'd test them. And we did uh, we did a lot of vaccine clinics uh, as well, uh, vaccination clinics. So we, we staffed, uh, either staffed or provided logistical to support to more than 100 clinics in the area. And, and like COVID is a great example of how things just happen and now you have to adapt to these situations and, and be progressive. Uh, and, and that's another way your agency has been progressive with uh, something new. Yeah, I mean, didn't expect to ever be involved in vaccinating persons Absolutely, other than right. you know, the, the planning we had done with the public health network years ago that sat on the shelf. So, um, and, the, and the staff has been, has been great. They've really stepped up um, and helped us uh, deliver all these vaccines, whether it's supporting a clinic or we went and did homebound vaccines to, to hundreds of patients here right. in, the, in the Northwoods um, or did clinics for first responders when we first started, helped our hospital with clinics for uh, teaching staff, educational staff. So it's been been a really interesting couple well year and a half now at least wow. so so we we have our viewers we uh, like to tell them about um, new things in the fire service um, you know we, we go to like interesting places because we like to tell these stories and, and one of the things I liked about this department was uh, that you also have uh, your full-time staff, but you all have call department. So talk to me a little bit about how that works for you guys here. So yeah, the call staff it just augments the, the daily staffing on an as-needed basis, as you know, call-by-call call basis. Um, and uh, we're fortunate that we have a few very dedicated people that are able to come in and, and give us a hand. It could be any number of things, whether it's operating apparatus and equipment or covering the station, answering phone calls, helping right. to direct resources. Even when we have some... Uh, some staff that wouldn't necessarily be frontline firefighters, but they know the community very well. And when we have mutual aid companies covering, they can right. direct them to the best resources. You know, this is the best hydrant in area. Don't use this one. That that type of stuff. You know, yeah, that's I really mean, invaluable. Invaluable resources, absolutely. Yeah. Cap, talk to me about uh, the fire department for you on a personal standpoint. What does this mean to you personally? Well, it's just been a tremendous amount of fun to be here in Littleton. Our department's doubled in size in the last uh, what four a, years. That's fun to see that growth. And we're we're literally writing the book every day when uh, how how we're updating policies and procedures, staffing. Um, we have one station, so we don't we don't have to split out of multiple stations, and right. so it's been. 
it's been a real challenge to bring on so many new young members uh, at this at once and get them uh, acquainted uh, to the job in the community. Um, it, so it's just been uh, it's been a lot of fun to be part of building something new. A lot of times we're just doing what they did yesterday or the day right. before. We make our small changes and whatnot, but. Um, Especially here in northern New England, it's not too many times where, where you, you get to see the type of growth and change that we've been through as an organization. And we still have so much more to go. When we, uh, when we decide to take on fire-based EMS, we were basically given a 28-day notice. And within 28 days, we had a full transport system up and working. And wow. It, it, every, every member of the department voted. And, you know, this isn't something that happens ever. <laughs> but uh, everybody, everybody said... We're doing this. This is incredible. Yeah. I, I don't know no of any other place that within 28 days you're operational and transporting. Yeah, I mean, we wow. we have a lot to thank the surrounding uh, communities. Um, Whitefield Fire Department uh, lent us an ambulance to get started. We ordered one, but you know that takes time. Absolutely. And uh, they were uh, um, very helpful in getting us started. And uh, we certainly feel a, a debt of gratitude to all the departments around us that that lent us things or let us borrow things. Absolutely. So uh, we've and been hopefully you'll be in a position forward. to do the same for others. You yeah, know? I mean, hope so. I, I would say anything anybody yeah. needs, like well. The, you know, the vaccinations, we did a lot of first responder vaccines. And right. There was a lot of questions and confusion at first, and so hopefully, you know, we were helpful in, in sorting through some of that. Right. Cap, what is it um, that you'd like to see moving forward for Littleton? Is there a thing that you have in the back of your mind, like, th this is something I want to see it achieved? Is it, you know, you mentioned membership. Is driving through, like, to high school something important to you? Or We've had, uh, I think, you know, we've had some some success with a high school uh, firefighting program that has uh, had a lot of people on, either go through it or on the fringes of it. Uh, and I think uh, as I'm getting to this point in my, in my career, it's how do we how do we get the next generation in and interested in the fire service and public service? Right. Um, I see it with the law enforcement. Our law enforcement friends are really struggling with re recruitment and retention because everything is happening in the country. Right. And, um, and we're seeing a little bit in the fire service as well. I feel like it's hard to get people interested in public service uh, um, and, and making the sacrifices that you have to make to run a 24-7 um, a operation like we have. So um, I, I'd like to see us working with area departments about you know, what, what program can we come up with to, to get that next generation of public servants in place. That's awesome. Cap, I appreciate you talking to us for a little bit. Hey, and, thank uh, you. Getting to learn a little bit more about what you do here as a captain and, and of course, the uh, the resources here that Littleton provides to its community. Um, and it's not like you have this enormous budget to do it on. So uh, it's it's incredible what you're able to do with the, the little you have. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's all the, it's all the staff. I mean, they make, I'm just one person. They make right. everything happen. Um, and, you know, we just try to give them what they need and stay out of the way. So in closing, Cap, uh, what is it that Littleton does in your opinion what do you guys do what is it that you're doing right well I think we found the right people to work with um, you know we fight like brothers and it's like well it's because we are brothers Absolutely, and, yeah. and we've got everybody here it, it, it is pulling the line they're all rowing in the same direction awesome uh, they have a passion for the job they have a passion for taking care of people and you know we work through those other issues and um, and I think that's you know what makes me really proud awesome uh, to be a part of seeing a lot of these guys come on to the department and um, and watching them grow we've got 
a couple people in a paramedic program now. Oh, very cool. And it's it's fun to see them struggle, right. uh, you know, with that. You know and, about those growing pains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, anybody who's been through it knows. So, yep, exactly. And and so, um, yeah, I just, I'm, in, I'm enjoying, I really enjoy seeing everybody else around me right. take a step forward, whether it's into a leadership position or, or into new certifications areas. Awesome. And um, that, that makes that makes it a lot of fun. Great. I appreciate you talking to us, Cap. All right. Thank you. Guys, we have a lot more coming at you here at Littleton, New Hampshire. Stay with us. Hey guys, back here in Littleton, continuing our coverage of the fire department and the fire department itself is awesome, by the way. I like Thanks. this place. Uh, I like doing stuff inside the bay at a firehouse because it's real. Like yeah. right now, we have a guy in the background going through tools, mm. right? So you can hear him in the toolbox yeah. right now. So yeah. it's a nice after effect of what's going on. So yeah. it brings some more of the realness of the fire service and what we actually do, right? It's yeah, not, exactly. not like a movie set. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, welcome to the show. Thanks. Tell everybody who you are. Thanks for having me. I'm Anthony Ellingwood. Well, uh, we know you as Tony, right? Tony, yeah. yeah. I don't really like Anthony too much. <laughs> so this is Tony. <laughs> Tony. Yeah. Tony, yeah. Uh, first and foremost, how did you get involved in the fire service? How did this all start for you? Uh, actually, funny thing, I, I uh, grew up here in town uh, from Wilton High School. And uh, when I was going through, it was either military or fire for me because I you know, my father's full-time National Guard and oh, cool. all that stuff. And so he uh, he want, he was gr kind of grooming me for right. military and National Guard and stuff. And uh, so my junior year of high school, um, we had a guy from uh, Venezuela come live with us. Oh, cool. And he's like, what do you uh, feel like doing for the rest of your life? And I'm like, well, military. You know, I'm kind of getting groomed for it, you know? Yeah, following the dad's footsteps. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, well, you, do you really want to go in the military? I'm like, yeah. yeah I kind of see myself in the military. And, right. You know, I want to help people, you know? And he's like, well, you ever thought about firing EMS? And I'm like, yeah. yeah I've, I've, you know, um, I got two fathers. I, you know, my, my biological father, he's also a firefighter okay. and stuff. So I grew up him being a volunteer firefighter and everything. So you got your dad, that's Yeah, a, my biological father's a awesome. firefighter and then I, yeah. the National Guard. So you had, a taste uh, of you, know. this, you had a taste of this early then. Yeah, yeah so okay. uh, so I kind of grew up, you know, going back and forth and all that stuff. Right. Um, and, and everything, so, um, and I, you know, thought about it more and more my junior year of high school and I'm like, so I went to my guidance counselor. Okay. And uh, I was like, hey, do you have anything set up for an internship for the, you know, my local fire department? So what happened is they're like, no, we don't, right. but do you want to start one? And I'm like, wow, wow yeah. that's incredible. So I started the internship program here at Lilton Fire. No kidding. And so I got to talk with, I knew some of the guys, because my, my uh, dad, he's best friends with some of the guys that are full time here. Oh, cool. The guys that retired. So I knew a few of them already and stuff. I grew up with them right. and stuff with their kids and all that stuff. And uh, so I, did, I got to come over here for an entire year do an internship program oh, that's here. And you're the first. And I was the first. And then um, my senior year, I kind of did the same thing, only for the 
first semester. Okay. And stuff, because I wanted to keep on doing it and now, would you all say that, that stuff. That bug bit you at that point? That bug then? bit me, yeah. yeah. After my first year and going on some calls, it was only fire. Okay. They didn't have EMS back then. Right, right. Um, so, you know, their call volume wasn't that, you know, big. Gotcha. And stuff. But they still went on a good amount of calls and stuff. And so, I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I was allowed to ride in the back and, right. and all that stuff, but the you know, kind of the bug bit me. Absolutely. And then talking, the cool thing about that is the guys here knew more than me what to do because then now I'm like, all right. And I talked to my dad. I'm like, hey, you know, I, I know that I want to go in the military, but I also want to do fire and EMS. You know, how do you think if I, yeah, I still want to help people, I told him. Yeah. And I told him, you know, hey, you mind if I not go in the military and pursue my career in fire and EMS? And I'm still helping people. And he's like, you're still helping me. That's all, that's all matters. Yeah, and it's great that he was supportive to what you wanted yeah. to do and not kind of yeah. following his footsteps specifically, yeah. right? exactly. So what happened from there, um, I talked to the guys here. It's like, hey, what do I do now? Where, where do I go from here? You know, what do I, what fire school do I need to go to and all that stuff. That's the cool thing about here. They told me what to do. Right. So you had that help. So they had me the help. It's like, oh yeah, this is what you want to do. You want to go to the Lakes Region Community College. Okay. For fire science program. And they have living programs. Oh, that's great. And stuff down there. Yeah. Because they didn't have dorms. So I did exactly that. I listened to them. I enrolled in the Lakes Region Community College. I uh, was a living in Chichester. Next Very to cool. Concord. Very cool. And uh, I lived the upstairs of a firehouse, the volunteer firehouse, yeah. for three years. I checked that out in, in uh, Maryland, and it's so awesome. I yeah. wish I had that when I was a kid. That was so awesome. So you're going through college, right? And you're and, and you get to live at the firehouse and hit every single call Absolutely. that they go. Right, right. Best experience that you can ever do, you know. And in lieu of rent, right? You're just going on the fire calls. Is that how it works? If fire and EMS, because they yeah. do EMS, they transport. And, and instead of paying your rent, you're just doing that, right? Yeah, it that's was free. Awesome, man. That's great. <laughs> it was yeah. free. You awesome. know, I got I got to live upstairs at <laughs> a firehouse for free. Yeah, it's, so it's, deal, it's yeah. like the best of both worlds. Absolutely. And you and you know you are learning it in fire one because you get to go through fire one, fire two, and your EMT and everything through Correct. college. At the I did it all at the New Hampshire Fire Academy. Very cool. And when I was going through that, everything I learned, I got to actually do it. Right at the firehouse. Yeah, so it's a home stuff. run. It's a home run. So it's like, you, it's, yeah. So from there, I graduated. I did three years. I got my fire science degree, fire protection degree. Awesome. I almost got my fire investigation degree. I got three de three degrees, but they got rid of the fire investigation degree. Okay. When I was pursuing my third degree, my second degree. Um, so from there, I moved back up north. Uh, to Littleton and started doing EMS and stuff. I got back on here as a call guy and You know being from a local town and stuff. I wanted to pursue Going away from Littleton, you okay. know going away. Yeah, I'm, stepping outside your sandbox. Some, yeah, I didn't, yeah, you know I knew my comfort zone was here and all that stuff, right? And and so I did I got on I went to different fire departments down south in southern New Hampshire and all that stuff. And then uh, an ambulance service from over in Vermont moved in here and uh, I got a, you know, a, a job, a full-time job with them. Okay. And so here so, you are back. So I, I was working private EMS. Right, right. And then they got 
done with here out of Littleton and they went back to over Vermont, but I still stayed there uh, full time and stuff. So now I was traveling from Littleton over there and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, all right, I want to live in town. I want to live in Littleton. This is my hometown. I love it here. Me and my wife are high school sweethearts. Oh, that's cool. You know, I, that's where I, I met her and stuff. She wanted to be here in town. We want to grow a family here, you know? Very nice. So we we built a house here in town. Cool. And because of that, I'm, it got me rethinking. Like, like maybe eh, I should be home. Right. You know, what would be better than not, you know, working in your own hometown, working, you know what I mean? And I mean, you're already part of the community. So. I'm already part of the community. Right. My, uh, the Ellingwood name is very big with the community because my grandfather. Okay. My grandfather was a car salesman here in town and uh, huge on the Lions Club. So he deep was rooted. Deep rooted. Right. Deep right, rooted. Right. Very nice. Same with, my, same with my father. You know, he came back to town after the military and, you know, he actually uh, just ended his 30, 30 year career. Wow. Just retired from the military. Fires where I want to, you know, I, I I did a lot in EMS. We all, start, we all did, start that way. I did yeah. transfers, all that stuff. Sure. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm kind of done with that. I'm kind of done with doing a whole bunch of transfers all the time. Right, right. Getting home late, never seeing my wife and stuff. And I'm like, they. I saw that they're, we were looking for guys still for the call company here. So I got back on the call company, but like two months later, they're looking for a full-time guy now. Oh, that's awesome. So now I put in for that right? because I knew that I wanted it. And as a call guy, you're allowed to come here and, and work a, as a fourth guy and do that kind of thing. So I ate that up. Sure, of course. <laughs> I yeah. ate that up. I'm like, all right. Yeah, you I'm want to prove yourself. I want, yeah, exactly. I want to show how much I want it right, right. and stuff before even going for the full-time job. I tell people on the show all the time, uh, it's an investment in yourself. Yeah. You know, the most you can do for yourself is an yeah. investment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you know, a year and a half later, I'm off of probation now. Good for you. So congratulations. And so, what was it like? Was it like hitting a lottery for you when you got the full-time job here? Oh yeah. 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 It was a big. It was a big deal for me. Right. And you know, big deal for the Allenwood family here Absolutely. and stuff. My father still lives here. My grandfather still lives here and stuff. So, when they can see that. It, and Ellingwood's on, you know, the fire service here in right. town too. It's, it's pretty I, I, cool. I love the fact that um, through our conversation, you know, your last name means something to you. I love the fact that community means something to you. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that's a super important trait, and the fact that you're talking about that on the show is important because um, we need more of that. Uh, yeah. You know, that name that you're talking about is on the back of your coat uh, for a lot of firefighters throughout the U.S. And when that name's back there, I mean, that's a you have to live up to that name and make sure that yeah. you keep and represent your name well. Exactly. So I love the fact that you talk about that because that's important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, my father got back. Uh, my father, um, my grandfather is now in the nursing home and all that stuff. Okay. But my father, he picked up the reins for him for the Lions Club. Nice. And now so it's I generational. got so it's generational right. type deal. And then now I'm in the Lions oh, Club. Oh, very cool. I'm one of the the, the youngest member. Cool. Very <laughs> and cool. And stuff. Um, but. I want to keep that going. Absolutely. I want to keep that, that generation stuff going. Absolutely. I, you know, I don't have kids yet, but hopefully when I do in the future. Yeah, God willing. They go, they go through the, the school system here. Right, right. And stuff, and then so on and so forth. You know? So um, 
As a younger firefighter in the service and coming in, you know, what advice would you have for someone looking to become a firefighter, not even in New Hampshire, but just in general? What, what advice would you give them? I mean, just to, you know, don't think about like all the stuff that you have to do your fire one and, and you know, as many hours that is to do that, your fire one, fire two, and your EMS. And, and now a lot of the full-time fire departments are looking for ALS. Right. So now you get to get your advanced EMT or paramedic and stuff now. So just roll with the punches. Right. Because there's going to be. Absolutely. Going, you know, there's, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> it's not going to. It's not going to be easy. Right. It'd be easy for everybody to be able to do it. And you know, and you have to work at it. Right. Absolutely. You know, and you know, don't come into the job thinking that you're going to be making a lot of money too. Also. Because this is not the job right, right, <laughs> that you're right. making a ton of money. And you said it's for your love for the community and for helping others. Yeah. That, that's really what this is about. I, I exactly. don't think anyone honestly gets into the fire service if they know any better. Yeah. Coming into this thinking they're going to be millionaires doing this. Because yeah. that's certainly not the case yeah. by any means. Yeah. But, uh, brother, it was great talking to you. I appreciate yeah. uh, sharing yeah, a few a, minutes with us. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. I, I, We're going to see more about this place uh, yeah. shortly. So I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. All right, guys, we have more coming out here at Littleton, New Hampshire. Stay with us. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q Podcast. Brought to you by Pin the Q Productions. Visit us at www.pintheq.com.